Ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, leisure. Hello and welcome to Ladies of Leisure. I'm Lisa and it's another update of Ladies of Leisure, favorite things behind the scenes. What are we doing? So welcome to COVID Christmas time. We're a week away from Christmas and it's beautiful out. The DC area got a little bit of snow and then it was gone. It's just crusty icicles now. But Christmas is in the air. I've gotten so many Christmas cards and I love, and holiday cards because honestly, we do have some Jewish friends out there that listen to us, Kwanzaa friends, and the always appreciated what's coming up in the new year cards. I feel like everyone stepped up their game this year because I'm getting updates on people and they're like long lost friends right now because I haven't seen them or I've seen them on Zoom. And then I think, oh, when did I last talk to that person? Oh, that's right. It's been months because that is COVID time passing where you forget these people used to be a figment of your reality on a regular basis. Now you're just stuck wearing no pants. Although I did wear some fancy pants today. I'll put this on the Instagram. These are gold metallic sprayed legging, black leggings and they match my very gold metallic shoes. And I wore these shopping and a shirt just barely covered my butt. It was classy though. These aren't not fancy leggings. So Coles, you should have appreciated my attire today. This was this was a fancy Friday, so appreciate it. So what are we doing behind the scenes? Well, one, we love eggnog. I have been getting all different kinds of eggnog. I'll try the Southern Comfort. I'll try, this is, by the way, non-alcoholic eggnog. You have to add your own alcohol, which begs the question, what are people adding to their eggnog. Are you a brandy? Are you a bourbon? Are you a rum person? This came up in a very important work meeting this week where it was just one of the trivia questions was what does the person who was running the trivia put in their eggnog, which I don't know, that sounds like a trick question. I don't really know this person very well. I prefer rum, I think. Maybe bourbon? I don't know. I have to admit this now, I have not actually put alcohol in my eggnog. I've been adding coffee to my eggnog because I've been drinking it in the mornings. That has been my beautiful morning routine. So Lejana talked last time about her beautiful morning routine. I took that to heart. I will also say my fancy leggings are a flashback to Slajana dressing European style where people don't wear just leggings or active wear out they get dressed up. I would like to think uh, my outfit, while may have raised an eyebrow around here, would have fit in in London. And me and Slajana could have just skipped down the sidewalk. So that was one thing I've been trying to do is step up my my clothing game, much like Slajana was, because she's looking very pretty when we do our Zooms together. But also in my mornings, looking at how I'm using that time. Like Slajana is meditating. She gets on her Peloton. I did one workout this week. I brought out my 
Early 2000 Turbo Jams, a little Shalene Johnson retro action. Every time I put these on, I usually send a text message to my friend from my North Dakota days because her and I were Turbo Jam fans. We could tell like, oh, the lower body workout, not so great. But ooh, give me that kick and dance one. That's great. Number two, cardio party. Awesome. I did one of those this week. I wasn't as sore as I should have been. But it's really been walking and that one workout for this week, whereas Slajana's jumping on Peloton. All my friends are jumping on Peloton. I had a lovely daycare lady uh, night where people who go to the same daycare, since we're all exposed, we're in a trust fall together. We had a play date afterwards, which you would think our kids would be sick of each other. And yet they acted like they hadn't just seen each other and they were playing. We decided to make it a fancy lady party by fancy lady party. That means I go into the grocery store and buy things that just appeal to my palate at that moment. So nutter, nutter butter that you remember those peanut butter cookies Well, now they come covered in chocolate. That obviously had to come to the party. Then I made a holiday sangria that was trending on Pinterest a few years ago, where you take a white garbage wine. I may have taken an $8 bottle of garbage white wine. Add rosemary, cranberries, uh, some uh, juice. I want to say they had like three juices in it an apple in there, and then you let ferment. Or if you're like me, you make it at that moment and you keep drinking it the next day. I will say it's better if you let ferment, but at that moment, if you kind of like shake it up a bit, eh, it's okay. It's sangria-like. The juice helps a little bit. So we made that fancy cocktail. And then we had a lovely time where we watched our kids lose their minds, hanging out with each other, not using remote controls as weapons. And it was lovely. We had like actual real conversation That is what Christmas is about, having real conversations with people when you can see them safely, social distancing. So I appreciate all the people who sent me holiday cards. I did something really fancy and took Slajana. She gave this to me when she was cleaning out her desk. You know, all the crap you find at your desk. Even if you're just cleaning out a room or something, I got, and I have to tell her, it's amazing, these two strands, but they're connected. So it's just two strands of light up clips. So clothespins, but they're clear and everything's clear, but they have a light in each of them. And I hung it to the wall. So it's our hallway that we have to walk in from the front door of the kitchen. If you light it up, that's where you can hang all your holiday cards. I even pretended that I care so much about my kids' artwork and I put some of uh, my self-portraits on there. In my self-portraits, I do have claws like Wolverine. I think my son is trying to tell me to stop scratching him with my nails, but I put those up as well. And it's been great. I walk by, it's beautiful, it's lit up, it's a little hygge, it's a little cozy, and then it lights up my, my dark hallway. And it's across the hallway from our very fancy velvet draw-in poster. Um, it's We're a very fancy household, but I've appreciated them. The holiday cards, I like it when people put dumpster fires and, and make snarky comments um, like toilet paper 2020. It's been very enjoyable to watch those roll in. 
I have decided that I'm going to use up all of my blank cards because part of decorating for Christmas was purging all of the Christmas crap out of the garbage bags. People have given me lots of stuff over the years. So this year I decided to like go all out, take it all out, see what we like, see what we don't like. And people have given me a lot of blank cards. So this year, if you've sent me a card, there's a blank card coming to you with messages in it. That's right. You're not just getting my face with my family's face. I decided to forego that and use up what I already have. So look forward to coming soon. Now, if you do want to send me a holiday card and you're like, oh, shoot, I forgot, send me a direct message, send me a texty, send an email to contact at ladiesofleisure.net. And I will, I will make sure that you send something to go up on my wall because it stays up I probably till at least mid-January. Then I start taking it down. Then it starts to get a little sad. Then we go back to gray winter weather, but we won't think about that. It's still Christmas time and everything's going great. I have not finished my Christmas shopping. I did have to send off a lot of packages because I'm not going to be seeing those people. It was a lot of last minute choices. There were some things I sent my nieces that I mostly bought for myself. I assume my niece is still doing bullet journaling. She might be. She's getting some stickers for it. And who doesn't love a good sticker? I also made them stickers. Like if you go into amazon.com and just type in snarky stickers or sassy stickers or stickers in general, they will give you like a lot and lot is like L-O-T. It's like a unit, a lot of stickers. That's like a hundred pieces. And it's so random. It's one of the best things I buy people. They may not think so. I think it's one of the best things to buy people. So there are now boxes just coming in every day. I find that I'm not worried about boxes getting stolen this year, which is different than previous years. Previous years, it's been a little like, I hope I get home in time and those boxes aren't missing. To be fair, I've never had a box stolen, but my neighbors had. So this year it's like, oh, it showed up or I open a door randomly and there's stuff there. I even showed up at my house today after walking the dog and there was hot cocoa and a little baggie from a neighbor that said Merry Christmas. My neighbors are like fancy people. They're like those neighbors you watch in the Christmas Hallmark movies. They give stuff to each other. I should really step up my game. All I've been doing is making Star Wars sugar cookies. I, f- I feel like that's what everyone wants in a basket. But then during COVID, are you allowed to bake stuff for people? I want to bake stuff. I'm really good at that right now. I can just like put throw some cookies together like willy-nilly and that's fine. But would you feel safe getting them? I mean, I baked them, but I could have licked them with COVID or touched them with my COVID hands. I don't know. I guess it's... Maybe maybe it's just a trust fall I have with my neighbors. They could throw in the garbage. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't know. All right. On to real the real point of the Christmas time, right? Where you get together with friends, you get slightly annoyed by your family. I feel like this year there was someone sent me the Saturday Night Live where you have to explain to family that you're not coming. Um, they, that was, that was really on point. Interestingly, <laughs> uh, I, for the first time in 37 years, I'm not going to Connecticut to be with my family, which is really bumming me out. 
Uh, but it's nice to like, just be like, oh, we sit here and we wake up and I don't have to think about like anything or do like, if I have to do anything, it's on me. Right. But you have to have that like conversation of, okay, well, we're not going to do it. My mom understood. And we were originally going to Wisconsin, but then we had to explain, we're not going to Wisconsin because COVID those conversations are always awkward. So a lot of our friends have talked about like, okay, is this, you know, are we doing this? Are we not doing this? And most people are opting to stay at home. Interestingly though, my dad recently had a little chop saw accent. If you know what chop saw is, it's a circular saw that you use on an arm. And um, he had to go to the hospital for a few days. He is fine. He's being released today. But I mean, if he wanted me to come home for Christmas, he could have done something less dramatic. I mean, I'll come visit you. It's fine. But yeah, so we had an added element of, oh, well, uh, all right, we'll see how that goes. Mm -hmm. We'll probably see you mm, at some point sooner rather than later. Good job, dad. Love you. Merry Christmas. (laughs) So what have the ladies of leisure been doing behind the scenes? Uh, I've already mentioned cookies, lots of cookies. I have been making the eggnog cookies, the sugar cookies, the snickerdoodle cookies, the gingerbread cookies, all the cookies, and uh, and eating them, by the way. We haven't given any away. These are all going in my face. Then a little on the crafting side for Christmas, but mostly reading. I've been reading a lot of books. So the host from Nailed It, which is one of my favorite shows to watch on Netflix, it's the messy cake show, as my kids call it. That host, Nicole Byer, had a book, and I'm reading her book now. And it's about being a big lady and wearing bikinis, and hashtag brave is all over it. So it's been comical because I've I've always liked her her style of comedy. She has lots of pictures in there, which I also appreciate. Books with pictures. The child hasn't left me that enjoys a good picture. I did just read a terrible book. It wasn't so much a terrible story, but if I pick up a Regency romance novel and I get to page 296 and you wait 20 pages to the end for a sex scene, and it wasn't a mind-blowing sex scene, it's just a sex scene, this is not okay. So I'll just say the book is called The Duke Effect. Again, the characters were fine. Uh, The plot was fine, but I'm not reading you for plot. I am reading you for plot with sex. You can't, and it was like an awkward hand job was right before that. Like she had given him an aphrodisiac by accident. So he had a raging boner and she had to take care of it. But it was very clinical because she's training to be a doctor. And she's like, oh, I did this to you. I'll take care of it. Oh, I don't, I don't want weird, awkward hand jobs, and then like a, here's the sex scene, and then the book ends. No, no, I don't appreciate that. So I usually don't narc on too many books and like, you know, because a lot of passion goes into making these books, but more, more than just one. Don't make me read 296 pages. Nope, not appreciate. It's Christmas and all the other holidays. The other things that I've been reading is America's Test Kitchen. I'm trying to become like a super snooty cooker, uh, baker, all the things. I feel like if I keep reading things, it'll sink in more. 
For instance, there's something called a Danish whisk. It's $25 on Amazon. And it's supposed to be better than just using a spatula to make doughs. And maybe I should own this. But then I think, do, do you really need to own more things? The answer is yes. Although I have made it successful in life. I've said before, I've met the success criteria by being able to have two people in the house be able to shower at the same time and there's still hot water and I have an extra fridge so I can put all the things in it. But I might need a Danish whisk because I plan on making a lot of dough in the next year because COVID, because COVID. Um, I also asked for a noodle maker for Christmas. I'm really hoping that comes. It's a very expensive noodle maker. I have dreams of making all my noodles. I don't know that's going to come true. There's a lot of things I have dreams of. We talk about this a lot on the podcast. I did give up balloon animals. Slajana made fun of me for that a while back, where for a hot second, I wanted to learn how to make balloon animals. I'm not saying that's not going to happen, but she was right. It wasn't the time to learn balloon animals. But noodles, I'm a big noodle fan. I feel like I can get behind this. And I find cooking easier to pick up and finish than, say, balloon animals, where I don't even, I don't even understand how balloon animals work. I still don't. I've watched videos. I, I don't know. So that is something that I might need a Danish whisk for, but it's dough versus noodles. Are those the same? Are those the same? I don't know. I'm hoping to learn this. America's Test Kitchen hasn't come to that point. They've instead taught me about chicken saltimbanco. Is that even how you say it? We're going to go with that, saltimbanco, and other ways to make delicious food. So I just flipped through it now, Google some things, and and test try it out myself. Sometimes, so America's Test Kitchen is supposed to be like, they've tested everything to find the best way to do things. And yet I will read them and be like, well, I can't do that. So I'm going to fix it, which means I'm not doing it the best way possible. I think that's fine. Sometimes you have to cut corners. I'm not going to be the perfectionist. I just need to make it happen. So the other things I've been reading is a bunch of kid books, like kid activities, because we're all stuck at home with our little butt monkeys trying to do different things. One, and the internet has figured out that I want this. So one thing it sh- showed me was in my Pinterest, it's random things that people are doing to keep themselves entertained. So one was imagine a paper plate with a handle on it. So it's a fan, right? Both people have this. You're now six, seven feet apart, your social distance, and you put a piece of tape on the floor on each side. So now you have a line and your fan is behind that and you're holding the fan. There are two what look like toilet paper cartons, um, or not cartons, like the toilet paper rolls, like the empty rolls, so like the cardboard. And your job is to fan them and try to get both of them over your person's line. Watching it, it seemed a lot harder than I thought this was. I was like, oh, you just keep fanning. But the paper plate is small enough that like you can't always keep it in check and like one goes over the line. So that one, I am definitely a big fan. I want to try that. Another thing that my five-year-old got into 
checkers. So on the back of our uh, driver's seat and passenger seat in the car are TVs. And if there's nothing playing as a video, it defaults to games. There's an Apple game, but there's a checkers game. Without us telling him what the rules are, like I believe my husband told him like what kings are and things, he has been making up what checkers is. So he's not winning the games, but in his head he's winning because he's made up his own thing. We decided we should probably play a game of checkers. The longest checker game ever. It was 45 minutes. I was stunned. Also, much patience to my husband for doing it. I w- that was not going to be me. I got the game out and I set it up. That was that was all on that. He is a very good teacher, but this was like some of the conversation. I had to write it down because it was so funny. No, no, that's not a move. Nope, that's not a move. Where did this piece even go? Eric, who's the youngest? Eric, did you take one of the pieces? Did you put it back? That's not, that wasn't there before. No, no, that's also something you can only stay on the diagonals. No, no. Is that good? Is that even allowed? No, no. It takes immense patience to teach a five-year-old checkers. It was done. And I believe he might've won, but it was, it was a long battle and it's akin to like teaching my kid war where you have a deck of cards and if if he's not winning he gets very upset so anyway that is some of the reasons i had a book on activities and there's some activities that i like uh that are games and 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 stem even stuff i want to do like the where you take shaving cream and tempura um paints and then you can paint with them but this book takes a step farther um, the book is called like 50 STEM things to do with your kid or 50 activities to do with your kid. They use their toes dipped in shaving cream to then like move it all over the paper. I don't think we'll be doing that. We'll be using our hands. Thank you very much. I can't be cleaning up Tootsies. I could just imagine them walking across the floor. I know it's easy to pick up, but I got enough stuff to pick up. I can't be picking up. The last thing I will mention that I found very interesting The Guardian had a chart today that showed how people in other countries spend their time. And I love trying to optimize my time, but I've been very good lately about being like, you know what, we're just going to stare at a wall for a little while, have some deep thoughts. We're going to take like a 40 minute shower because we're going to make up for the three we missed this week, stuff like that. So the they do it by country and it's average time people do activities. So for instance, France was spending the most amount of time eating per day as a country of people with two hours a day is spent eating. I think I should take a point from them because if I tell you how much I spend eating, it's definitely not sitting down appreciating eating. Our dinner time is when we try to sit down and there's so many people just leaving the dinner table without being excused, including my husband. Rude rude. And he had just yelled at the kids for like just walking away screaming. So our, our dinner time uh, leaves a little bit to be desired. But then moving on to like my lunch and my breakfast today, I just let, like, even with the process of making it, that wasn't eating, right? So I made it, it was an egg sandwich. That's about, you know, maybe five minutes. And I was multitasking. So maybe I could learn from the French. They also, so the U.S. only led in one thing, and that was the most watched TV screen time. 
And that was two and a half hours. We watch a lot of TV, apparently. I am included in that. I will, in in the evenings, just put on TV. The weekends, ugh. I'm usually multitasking, but there's times where I'm into it. So give me a good office marathon. Oh, so good. But then they pointed out, oh, Mexico led in cleaning. They spent three hours doing housework. I was like, whoa, I barely crack 30 minutes some days. Other days I go crazy and it's a full day of like almost what seems like housework. But on a regular basis, three hours, no, that's not happening. The interesting part was they divide it by gender. So they showed leisure time was disproportionate. They had a little chart disproportionate where men had more leisure time than women, which mm, me and Slojana would be like, well, of course, like just the housework. I'm positive that men would fall a little bit low on the housework, unless it's a house of men. Then you might see it go up or you might see that they might be dying of COVID. Not sure. Not sure. But they had that except for Norway. Norway had three hours of leisure time and it was equal for men and women. And they were one of the only anomalies to have that. So good job, Norway. There's a reason I keep reading your Scandinavian books. Good job. Way to go. The last thing I'll mention, I said I was already going to mention this, but it came to me. I did something I haven't done since pre-COVID. I went to Trader Joe's. I needed to go get lunch and I pulled into, uh, I was going to pick up a bag salad at the store. So just giant. And I look across the parking lot and for the first time since pre-COVID times, there was not a line outside Trader Joe's. It was nine ten in the morning. It was also the day of snow. It was amazing. I walked in, they handed me a beautiful sanitized cart. I started throwing crazy crap at all my old friends. Mandarin orange chicken, get in here. Two of you, jump in here. Oh yeah, want to get some nice bread? Super, jump in. Need some wine? Yes, yes, yes. Get some Korean bimbap, whatever that thing is. Yes, I need you. New friends popped in. Jingle, jangle, haven't seen you in a while. You need to get in here too. Get in here. Almond Kringle, just in time for Christmas. Yes, get over here. It was magical. And There was only one lady in the entire store who was taking way too long. I managed to fly through there in 20, 25 minutes, maybe. She took that time to just stare at the spices. I was like, lady, you need to get out of here. This is how people get COVID just by staying in one spot. You got to move, got to circulate that air. You got to go. But it's made a world of difference. In fact, for lunch today, I'm going to be having some mushroom ravioli with some beautiful mushrooms. That's right. So that's what we've been up to behind the scenes. And I hope you're going to have a beautiful week. We're going to come back next week. It's going to be me and Slajana talking about Christmas, lead up to Christmas, talking about what we have on our agenda. Did we finish? Did we make some presents? Have we done all the things? So until then, stay safe. Don't get the vid. And we will talk soon. LOL.